0: welcome to the final and fourth week of our advent episode the focus this week is joy the story of ruth more than any other in the old testament has a happy ending that is filled with joy and in our story today joy will arrive in the birth of a baby. No star this time, no shepherds, no gifts from a magi. However, the angels in heaven did know how significant this birth, the birth that Boaz and Ruth had, would become significant to that future couple in Bethlehem, Mary and Joseph. Okay, here's our setup Ruth chapter four,
1: Advent week four, is about joy. What is joy? There is a difference between happiness and joy, and it is this. Joy has one source, the Lord." That is why a person can have biblical joy even while mourning, suffering, or in a difficult circumstance. Listen to Philippians 4.4. 4.
0: Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So rejoice
1: because the Lord is near. That's the point. We can have joy because the Lord is near. The book of Ruth ends with great joy. And that joy is centered on people being restored to God, just as we are restored to God through the birth of Jesus. The closer we draw to the Lord, the greater our joy grows. Okay, scene one. I want to talk about the community's joy. This is the community in Bethlehem at the time. Bethlehem rejoices in chapter four, verses one through 12. The community experienced the joy of restoration in their tribe because one lost to Israel, Elimelech, remember him, is being restored through his family. Elimelech and his family had left Bethlehem, the house of bread during a famine. Remember, they chose to leave the promised land and find their own food rather than trust God to provide in the house of bread, Bethlehem. They left God and then they married into the Moabite culture. So they're kind of going downhill. God's going to use it for good, but they were going downhill. Then Elimelech and his two sons all die. A joyless Naomi returns to Bethlehem with Ruth. And in this scene in the book, Boaz goes to the elders and fights to be Naomi and Ruth's kinsman redeemer. Now, one of their own community, Boaz, steps up and he did the right thing, honoring God's law and delighting him. And what happened then is the community rejoiced. The elders of Bethlehem bless Boaz and Ruth in verse 11.
0: Then the elders and all the people at the gate said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home, like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. May you have standing in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. Through the offspring the Lord gives you by this young woman. May your family be like that of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. So we know from the last Advent episode that
1: Boaz and Ruth both have a lot of faith and the elders are seeing that they're seeing Boaz act on his faith and it's bringing them joy because he's doing the right thing. And that right thing is restoring the name of Elimelech and his land back to um, their tribe. So the blessing of Boaz and Ruth was a very prophetic blessing for the union of this couple will indeed build up the family of Israel. Boaz the Israelite and Ruth the Moabite through their son Obed and eventually through Jesus Christ who will graft in all the Gentiles of whom Ruth was one. Is there a member of your family or church that has slipped away from God? Think of all Ruth and Boaz did for Naomi. What kindness or has said can you offer them that might help restore them back to the community and And bring joy to all. Okay, scene two, let's talk about Boaz and Ruth's joy. Okay, chapter four, verse 13 and 14 are short,
0: but so sweet. Listen to what it says. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son.
1: Okay. Think about the immeasurable joy of Ruth and Boaz that is wrapped up in just these two sentences with four points. She became his wife. He made love to her. She conceived and they had a son. Boaz found love. He found a wife to share life with and God blessed him with a son. And what about Ruth? Think about her situation. She was married for 10 years in Moab and never had a child. In episode four, we talked about how painful and even shameful infertility was to the women in this culture. On top of that, she has been reduced in standing in this community to a foreign widow with the burden of caring for Naomi and herself in a foreign land. Then Boaz happened and he made love to her. Ruth is not alone in her burdens or in her family anymore. She is loved and she is a place in the world. She belongs to Boaz and she belongs to the nation Israel and the tribe of Judah. Bethlehem, the house of bread has become her home and she has more bread than she could ever want. Then can you imagine Ruth's shock and delight, her joy, when she discovered she was pregnant After 10 years of infertility, it was a blessing from God. Her joy, Boaz's joy, must have been complete.
0: John 15, 9, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete.
1: Ruth and Boaz were the greatest examples of all that this Advent season reminds us to be. They hoped for God's promises and saw God's opportunities. They loved God and others with great hased. They exercised faith without fear and they chose joy in all circumstances. There you have it every week. Hope, love, faith, and joy. All right, scene three our final hero's joy, Naomi's joy. Naomi rejoices in chapter four, verses 14 through 17, and her story more than any other is an example of the joy that comes from restoration to God. The day Naomi decided to return to Bethlehem was the beginning of her journey back to God. Her first step was a physical one. She had to make a long, risky journey as an older woman without protection of a man. The second step was an emotional one. She had to face the gossip, possibly judgment even, of her friends. And she had to face the haunting memories of the husband and children she had lost in Bethlehem. The third step was a spiritual one. She had to believe that God could change her circumstances. Naomi allowed hope to grow. And that brings us full circle back to the first week of Advent, the week of hope. When hope took hold, energy returned, depression left, and Naomi returned to life. The final step was a mental one. Naomi had to open her eyes to see and comprehend what God was doing for her through Ruth and Boaz. Then she had to make a decision. Did she want to be part of the story? And her answer was yes. And the matchmaking mother-in-law and her came alive and went into action. Naomi's restoration to God was her redemption. God redeemed her lost place in the history of Israel with a place of honor. Naomi is the woman who brought Ruth to Israel. Naomi was probably the woman who taught Ruth to love God during those 10 years in Moab. Scene four, let's talk about what this book does for the world's joy. In the book of Exodus, in chapter 15, right after the Israelites are given their heart's desire, freedom from Egypt, they began to grumble. Now, stay with me here because they were thirsty. They came to a place called Mara, which means bitter. Sound familiar? And they were mad because they could not drink the water there because it was bitter. It was only a matter of days since God had parted the Red Sea. But their faith was so weak, even a few days later, that it never occurred to them that God could turn the water from bitter to sweet. I don't know why they didn't get that. But Moses did believe it. He cried out to God and the water was transformed. That Moses, most of us would more likely identify with the Israelites in the story than with him. He always had faith. Yet here is a more approachable example in Naomi. When she arrived in Bethlehem in chapter one, she told the women not to call her Naomi anymore because Naomi means sweet or pleasant. They were to call her Mara, which means bitter. Naomi was just like her ancestors in Exodus. She could not believe enough to think to ask God to redeem her life. How often are we like Naomi? We just don't believe despite the miracles God is doing all around us. Hope, love, faith, and joy are all readily available to every one of us, but we must ask. We must believe the good news that is so much a part of Advent and Christmas. We often don't have joy because we don't believe. We don't have faith because we don't hope. The final verses of Ruth are filled with hope, not just for Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz, but for the entire world. Listen, starting in verse 16.
0: Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. The women living there said, Naomi has a son, and they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. This then is the family line of Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Aminadab, Aminadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, Boaz, the father of Obed, Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of David. Ruth lived during the
1: dark days of Israel when everyone did as they saw fit because Israel had no king. Yet in the little town of Bethlehem, the house of bread, there was a remnant of faithful believers who were watching and waiting for the bread of life. They were adventing the arrival of the one, the seed who would restore them to the harmony with God that they had lost in the garden. Some gave while they waited and some received. Ruth gave Naomi love. Boaz gave Naomi hope. Boaz and Ruth had faith When Naomi couldn't. But in the end, faith, hope, and love prevailed. And all of them Ruth, Boaz, Naomi, the community of Bethlehem, and the whole world had joy. Because through Ruth and Boaz came Obed, then Jesse, then finally the king they so desperately needed, David, who was also born in Bethlehem. Then after David, Generations later, another child was born in Bethlehem to another couple, Mary and Joseph. And that child was the one the whole world was waiting for. The one who would bring great joy for all people.
0: Luke 2 verse 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. This is what we await during Advent. The birth
1: that would bring great joy for all people.
0: And that concludes our season of waiting, this Advent season and this final Advent episode. Join us next time on Christmas Day to hear Matthew's version of this expectant child's story showing up in Bethlehem. of Bethlehem
1: descend to us we pray cast out our sin and enter in be born in us today
0: we hear the Christmas angels the great glad tidings tell
1: Thank you for joining us for this Advent bonus episode. Our next regular episode drops this Monday. Have a Merry Christmas.